0: Grace and peace to you from God and from our Lord Jesus Christ. On this fourth Sunday of Easter, welcome home, children of God, welcome home. Will you join me in prayer? Gracious God, you are the one who has called us, each of us by name, the one who knows our hopes and our fears, the one who loves us no matter what happens, the one who cares for us more than we can ever know. You are the one who is our good shepherd, Who looks after us night and day. Thank you for being in our lives, for guiding us and leading us towards you and towards one another, for showing us how to love, how to care for all your people and your creation. Help us to hear your voice as it calls out to us to be more forgiving, to be more generous, to be more conscious of the creation around us. So guide us towards a better world where we can all live safely and peacefully together. In your gracious name we pray, Amen. Who counts 100 sheep, 10 coins, and 2 sons? 100 sheep. If just one were lost, who would notice? Who counted sheep anyway? The man did. The man had lots of sheep. 100 of them. He counted them every day. He kept counting. It took time to count. A long time. One day the man counted 10, 20, 30, 40, 91, 92, 93, 94. Then he stopped. There were only ninety-nine. He must have made a mistake. He had one hundred sheep, not ninety-nine. He counted again. Still, there were only ninety-nine. One of his sheep was missing. He was responsible for all the sheep, all one hundred of them. Immediately, the man went to look for the lost sheep. He walked and walked, but saw nothing. He kept walking. He looked to the left. Nothing. He looked to the right. Nothing. He walked and he listened. Still nothing. Then he heard it. A bleeding sound. Bah! He ran towards the sound, and there she was, the lost sheep. He had found her. She was too tired to follow him home, so he lifted her on his shoulders and carried her. He was so happy to have all his sheep together, he invited everyone to celebrate. Some people said, What's so wonderful? It was only one sheep. You had 99 others. The man smiled. One sheep makes a difference. Without her, something is missing. Now my flock is complete. Lindsay, Sean, I have these questions to ask you as we did for the baptism of your beautiful first daughter. These aren't a test. These are an expression of God's movement in your lives that has brought you to this day. So, do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you? Do you turn away from the power of sin and brokenness in this world? And do you turn to Christ again and again and again? Do you? do. Do you promise to take this faith that is always becoming within you and teach it to your children so that they might never know a day apart from God's love or your love? If you do, say, we do. We do. Now, Olivia, I have a question to ask you. Do you promise to be the best big sister that you can to love Molly even when you don't feel like sharing? If you do, say, maybe. Maybe. That's gonna, that's, really, that's more than I get out of my voice. And friends, we who are gathered here represent the church universal. Do you promise, on behalf of Christians and people of faith everywhere, to love this child to the best of your ability and to model for her and for all the children of God the grace and love and forbearance that we know in Christ Jesus our Lord? If you do, say, we welcome you we welcome you very good oh little one let me tell you this is a good day will you say the full name of your beautiful daughter
1: molly
0: sophia. Okay. molly sophia price know that you are beautiful inside and out and so i baptize you in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit blessings be with you now and beyond ever yeah you're not too sure about that are you all. beloved child of god know from this moment on that god never began to love you and long after all we know is gone god will love you still hallelujah amen now lindsay if you'll walk with me to the center here keeping our, our good social distancing in place and stand right here so that the congregation might see this the newest member of our church. Molly Sophia, child of God. Scripture reading from John 10, verses 11 through 18. I am the good shepherd, Jesus says. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know mine own. And my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them to me, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life for the sheep in order to take it up again. No one takes it up from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this commandment from God the Father. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. There's a story of a cyclist in Exeter enjoying a sunny, morning ride along a bridleway, and he crests to the top of a rise, and he sees this sea of sheep spread out before him on a hillside, congregated in what appeared to be concentric circles. It's kind of a crop circle of wool. Perplexed, he takes a picture with his camera and posts the photo online and of course it goes viral and everyone's wondering might it be extraterrestrial wool merchants or a a great farmyard uprising or even is it the great sheep rapture? Now if you saw this picture, did you know what it was? I surely didn't. A picture doesn't always tell the whole story. Everything isn't always what it seems. It turns out that farmers use a scattering machine that scatters the feed into the pasture and it creates a circle pattern moving outward. There are no crop circles, no sheep raptors, no bad actors, just a shepherd caring for their sheep. Farmers know their sheep. There was a prize-winning farmer in Minnesota who spent months preparing his sheep for a local farm show, loading them all up, taking them to the fair, and winning multiple awards there. But when he arrives home, he discovers that much of his flock has been stolen, but only the best of the rest. And so he wonders, who could have taken my sheep? Who had the equipment and the know-how and the knowledge of the area? And who knew which were the best ones to take? Now, rather than driving from farm to farm, he starts going to the surrounding markets, but he doesn't have any luck. And then one day he decides to go to the county fair a few hours away. And sure enough, as he's walking through the fairground and he passes the sheep pens, his re-tagged sheep hear his bell and they head right towards him, bleeding for the one who cared for them. Sheep do know the sound of their own voice and shepherds certainly know the sight of their own sheep the good shepherd i think for us is such an enduring message because it rings so true the shepherd knows his sheep and the sheep know the sound of the shepherd's voice so when we hear the first of these three great parables that we read earlier it should come as no surprise this is an image that lasts beyond just the moment An image of a God who will stop at nothing to return his lost sheep. An image so comforting that sometimes we overlook the singularity. That singular purpose displayed by a shepherd that will put the rest of the flock in danger to rescue the one. And it makes me ask the question, will God ever stop pursuing us? It's a question echoed throughout John's scripture. There are sheep not of this fold. I must draw them to myself. God's love knows no boundaries. It is a restless, relentless love. To what lengths will God's love go to find that completion, to bring that lost sheep home? To what lengths will God go to say, I am with you? I wonder... Does the cross in the light of Easter dawn become a reminder that God enters fully into our pain, enter fully into our brokenness because God will not turn back. God will not turn aside nor turn away. Paul reminds us that it is God's very nature to seek after us so fully, so selflessly, pouring out His very life for us. For nothing in life or in death, Not heights nor depths, not powers or principalities can finally separate us from God's love in Jesus Christ. So on this sunny morning, whatever fold you find yourself in, whatever pen is trapping you down or whatever pasture is calling you, remember it is God's nature to seek after us. If you are lost or leery, hungry or happy, God's love, God's life is incomplete without you. It's natural for us to feel sheepish this Easter season, but ours is the Good Shepherd. And knowing that we can breathe easier as we hear the sound of the Savior's voice, we can breathe easier for God is coming to us Indeed friends God is already here closer to us than breathing nearer than hands and feet hallelujah amen
2: And speak the word that heals this broken ground Say, say what you will Show us your will As we breathe in the very breath of God Oh life again Breathe Breathe on us now Fill us with your love Send us with your power Spirit of God Breathe Breathe on me now Oh speak the word that heals this broken ground. Say, say what you will. Show us your will as we breathe in the very breath of
1: God. Oh, And now, friends, go out
0: into the world in peace and have courage. Return no person evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted and support the weak. Help the suffering and honor all people. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of that same Holy Spirit, be and abide with you all, now and beyond forever. Amen.